Listener Production. Again, an all-day ghoul fest for your ears. So those with weak knees and a faint heart need not apply to today's show with Alex, You're Gonna Die, Son, and Matt, Slow-Mo Kine. Slow-Mo's not spooky. What could you be? Uh, you know what my favourite drink is during uh, ghoul fest? <laughs> a banana smoothie. <laughs> Or maybe a milk, make my knees shake. <laughs> yes, it is Halloween. Um, tomorrow, Bron, when is it Halloween? Sunday. All right, so this is the last show before Halloween and uh, we are going to frighten your socks off with a very, very spooky program today. Um, we're going to be getting some horror stories. We're going to be getting some Halloween movie recommendations from the one and only Chris Harsh. Um, (laughs) And uh, it should be a whole lot of fun We've also got one of our team who came face to face with the bat itself Yes I want to suck your blood And uh, also, as we always do on a Friday, we're going to be having some theft overs So um, (laughs) prepare yourselves I'll start biting those nails. It's a Matt and Alex Halloween ghoul fest. Let's go. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yes, Matt, I have been seeing in the supermarkets this week multiple people walking out holding the red pitchfork trident. (laughs) Um, toy. So a few fake cobwebs are going out. You can tell that the spook is in the air ahead of Sunday. Some tricking and treating could be happening around the streets of Australia. Um, as we, you know, begin to embrace, after all these years, the American tradition of Halloween. Yeah, absolutely. It seems to be creeping in more and more. And, and yeah, embraced, I would say. I, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure whether I'll take Sophia out this year. Yeah, um, I mean, it's tough. I thought about just doing a lap of the... A lap of the building. It's it's the pandemic thing that's really. I mean, it's funny that there's actually something quite scary to be scared out there. Of. Yeah, <laughs> if you open their doors, your little monster child's not the scary thing. It's the person opening the door, wiping the nose with their hand, and then <laughs> sticking it in the lolly jar and handing it over. No, no, no. Um, but like we did last year, we thought we'd uh, we thought we'd keep you on the edge of your seat mm. by telling a few short stories. We know that these short stories they don't need to be long. No, exactly right. right. I remember one of my favourite shows growing up was Freaky Stories, which was one of those ABC shows that was just five minutes before you know the news or oh, the, yes. the next show. That would just it was like f- an Are You Afraid of the Dark? Kind yeah, of vibe yeah, or yeah, Ghost yeah. Rider. Used Ghost to love Rider watching those. Favorite. And so um, Matt and I thought that we would get a little bit creative. All right, give you a few tales from the crypt, as it were and try and make you squirm and recoil in horror in just two sentences. It's a bit of an art form that has been 
become more popular recently, Matt, the two-sentence horror story. Can you scare someone in just two sentences? Well, we've, uh, we've put our quills in our red ink. At least I think it's ink. <laughs> and we've scrawled a few uh, words on the parchment. At least I think it's parchment. <laughs> And not human Parchment skin. doesn't usually have hair. <laughs> <laughs> look, we're, we're naturals. We're doing it already. But um, look, we have come up with a few uh, spooky stories. And so we thought that we would try and uh, scare you now. So a bit of a warning. This could get a little bit freaky. During a tour of a haunted house, you take a photo of a ghost with a double chin. You didn't realise the camera was in selfie mode. (laughs) I bit into a golden peach and let the nectar run down my chin. I didn't realise worms could be so juicy. (laughs) Okay, this is another bite one. Oh, here we go. Ouch, you say as you bite into a hot chip, revealing a small tooth hidden in the fluffy hot potato inside. You check your mouth. The toothed chip gave you a chipped tooth. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying. I had a dream last night that I was a rock star up on stage and shredding on the guitar. Turns out I was actually just sleepwalking in the kitchen and playing my cheese grater. <laughs> okay. That's a bit um, gross, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Your neighbours are fighting again, which is scary. Because they were buried next to you. As in you're both in coffins yeah, both, in the ground. Okay, yep, yeah, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I begged the skeletons to leave me alone for just one day. No, said Belfazar. There will be no no bones day days. <laughs> Your friend asks if you want to get into crypto. Unsure, you say, what does that mean? They lock you in their crypt. You say, oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 This is so stupid. I competed in a triathlon that had eight different legs. Turns out I was exercising on a spider! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think that's enough. We hope we haven't scared you too much. Well, there's a few freaky stories for you to say by the campfire (laughs) next time you go out into the wilderness. Um... Anyway, shall we move on? <laughs> Let's do it. Matt and Alex are dead. 
Now, Matt, we heard on the program yesterday in what was some very Halloween-esque news, the humble bat was uh, in the running and potentially tipped to win New Zealand's best bird competition, which would be terrifying for anyone in New Zealand with that poll happening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think that a bat getting into a bird competition is terrifying, wait until you talk to our next guest. He is a part of the all-day breakfast team. He is. What do we want to call you here, Sam? Sam (laughs) Stabena. G'day, guys. How are you? We should explain to clarify to listeners who aren't familiar with Sam. Sam was previously a producer of our show, but also essentially our boss. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that's scary enough when you think about it. (laughs) Having any faith in us two. That's a lot. Yeah, we're dressing up as Matt and Alex as employees. (laughs) (laughs) Truly the scariest uh, thing for a boss uh, at all, Sam. But um, tell us about this road trip that got interrupted. Uh, well, look, I um, it was it was about six thirty at night um, before daylight savings. It, it actually gets really dark up here because there's not a lot of streetlights. And most eastern part of Australia, so the first place to uh, to go dark. That's very true. Very true, Alex. So um, I was driving down just quickly down to the fish and chip shop to pick up some takeaway for dinner, and I had my. Uh, son sitting in the passenger seat next to me. So we just, look, we picked up the takeaway and we're driving down one of these suburban streets in Byron that doesn't have any streetlights. So it was very, it's very, very dark. It's like hard to really imagine how dark it gets here. Mm. Um, and there was no moon, so it was just pitch black. No moon means no werewolves. <laughs> Which was so that's good. A, that's, a, yes. that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I had the windows down, I had my window down and I had my son sitting next to me in the passenger seat, I had his window down. And I heard this bang on my door, like right next to, I guess, just below where the window was. And my first reaction was I thought someone had like thrown something in a black garbage bag at the side of the car. And so I've sort of slowed down and I literally as I turned to my right and looked at the open window I saw a bat pull itself into the window (gasps) and land on my lap (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what climbed up through the crack and jumped onto your lap (laughs) well it obviously like at the exact moment I was driving up the road the bat was trying to fly across the road and it intersected with my car at like the exact moment and just sort of clipped the side of the car and then and, and it was really dazed, but it like rolled in and was on my lap. <laughs> well, I know you love pumping the, the fat beats out the open window, so it meant it was able to get <laughs> exactly. in. Exactly. It was honestly the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me and if my son Arlo wasn't sitting next to me, no one would believe me. But I looked down at this thing and it's like... It's like having a little dog. It's like a little chihuahua <laughs> with wings looking up at me. <laughs> While driving. Well, I hit the brakes and my I just started freaking out. My son started freaking out. I leaned over. I've opened his door and gone, just get out, get out, get out. And so he's jumped out of the car and the bat has sort of followed him out. It was quite kind of dazed. Got to get that young blood. <laughs> Come back here, seven-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And it, and it, I like it, human veal. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It flipped out of the passenger seat, landed on the road, and I've then sort of run out my side and around to Arlo, who was kind of crying and freaking out. And then it just flew away. And oh we both looked goodness. at each other and just pissed ourselves laughing, going, <laughs> that just happened. A bat flew in the car. How big was it on your lap? Like, it was, I'm thinking grapefruit was it like a smaller one, though, like a lemon. What? Are, how big are we th- talking? It was honestly, I mean, the whole thing happened in like 10 seconds, but Mm. it was like, I remember looking down at it and it looked up at me and I just, my first thought was, this is like, when they're flying around, you kind of think they're birds, but they're actually, it was like a little chihuahua. (laughs) It's like this really cute little animal. You didn't like go... Maybe. Hey, swing past stone and wood, will ya? <laughs> yes, we've got a brand new drink. It's O positive. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. now, obviously, I'm uh, driving around. My, my son won't let me drive with the windows open. It's yeah. He's like, you've got to put the windows up so the bats don't fly. Uh, watch out for the new listener program, Bat and Alex. Hey! <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> They'll do anything to get in front of the boss, won't they? Absolutely pitching you a nightmare now. That's it. Oh, well, Sam, thank you very much for chatting to us. What a spooky Halloween week it has been for you. Um, stay safe mm. out there and, yeah, I guess we'll see you at the uh, the staff room next time. Totally. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Cinema is an event. Cinema is my secret passion. I will only do cinema. Wait, wait, what? No one does that anymore. That's why we have these. Netflix. Sam. Binge. Prime Disney. Plus. Apple TV. Just stream it. Marshy's Movies. Yes, it is time for Marshy's Movies once again with a special spooky Halloween bent given uh, it is one of the greatest genres you can get. Chris Marsh, or should I say Chris Harsh, is in the studio to uh, give us some recommendations if you are looking to get scared out of your mind this Halloween. Hello, Marshy. Well, in the words of Ghostface in Scary Movie, the rip-off, uh, Wazza! <laughs> That's right. I love oh a good goodness. Wazza. It's, it's gone out of fashion a bit too soon. I think it needs to come back. Can we start off by talking about the scariest movie covers? Yeah. Because, I mean, we talked about Pinhead the other day, Alex Dyson. Oh, yeah, walking through the video store, seeing the P- Hellraiser Pinhead um, person, you're like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. There's no <laughs> I way never I watched watch it. That. I just thought no. that's the scariest movie ever. I, I couldn't <laughs> dare watch it. Well, so I remember as a kid looking at, like, Freddy Krueger going, uh, no. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> I know. And Pennywise always scared me when it first came out. Uh, it, uh, that yep. Tim Curry's version, that was going through the video store, had to look down when I got near that one. Mm. But anyways, Marshy, what uh, what movies scare the bones out of you? I think it's very much something that's tied to your teenage years a little bit, like the types of movies you like in this genre. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of people that love horror movies and scary movies and stuff like that, but there's certainly when I think about them, it, it is tied to that era. Like mm-hmm. the ones that come up for me are Scream because that's when I was at high school. And yeah. so the first Scream from 1996 is... I mean, it will always live in infamy, you know, Drew Barrymore popping her popcorn and do you like scary movies? The two things about Scream 
that stand out for me the most is the conversation about why the person getting chased with the knife always runs upstairs, all right? It was very meta, the scream. They like to reference scary movies. Yeah. Right. And the other thing that always sticks out to me is Drew Barrymore's popcorn. I've never seen popcorn that pops like that. Yeah, it's a very American you know, like the, thing. The tray, I think. Yeah, the tray that the you put burner. on the stove. I'd never yeah. seen that before. I've never seen it since. Well, they're going back to the well one more time. Scream 5 comes out in January with the whole original cast still back. Whoa, whoa, Neve whoa, Campbell, whoa, whoa. David Arquette, Courtney Cox, they're all back. Does that oh, mean they all survived on. the first film? Yeah, spoiler alert, they've made five yeah. films. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first five, they're all still living. What kind of a series is this? It's going to be a completely different thing that's scary when you're looking at 45-year-olds. They're going to go to a party and get stuck to a guy who only likes to talk about Doge. Suddenly they'll be like, ah! Okay, that's my second crypto <laughs> reference for the day. That's the last one, I promise. I've got a problem. Um, what about, um, I remember Final Destination was quite oh, big yeah. when I was getting mm. towards that age as well. Is that Again, something that's still... I don't think still... I got deep into, like, Final Destination 5, but, mm. yeah, the first one, Devin Sawa, who also made another kind of horror movie called Idle Hands. He was big there for about a year and then suddenly kind of disappeared. He was, he was in Casper, wasn't he? Yeah, I think he was. Ooh, yeah, he was also on a my... A ghost movie! <laughs> he was also on, uh, on my partner Belinda's wall as a teenager. Oh, really? So he always sticks out in my head. Casper? No, not a ghost. She didn't have Casper the ghost on her wall. <laughs> She had the, the hunky Devon Sawa. The Ring? Oh, yep. Watch that Everyone one. watched The oh, Ring? that was good. Yeah. <laughs> On VHS? That was very uh, good. Probably ages that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I, made, I made a little hip-hop EP that was a spin-off of The Ring. Oh, my if you God. Listen to this, <laughs> if you listen to this mixtape and don't pass it on, you will die. It was called... The bling. <laughs> what? I, I sincerely wish There's I was joking. Sounds like a horror not. show. Um. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and let's just say more people were willing to die than to pass it on. <laughs> I can assure you that. I have been looking at some lists of top horror movies. Well, we need to we need to track that down. Matt O'Kine's ring spin-off. Hip-hop EP, The Bling. Can you please get onto your dad, get onto anyone, track that down, please. Sorry, Marshy, let's, let's well, so keep this going. I've been looking at some lists of some horror movies and a couple of ones that didn't occur to me necessarily as horror movies. I guess they're scary in a way. But would you consider Jaws or Alien a horror movie? I think when it's designed to sort of shock you and, like, Jump back Jump in scares. your seat. Yeah. yeah, I'd consider that a, a scary movie, I nah, guess. Nah, they're thrillers. Completely not scary movies. Sci-fi, aliens. And look, I'll tell you why, because I used to put them back in their spot at the video <laughs> store. <laughs> oh, no, they categories, <laughs> yeah. Right? They ain't horror movies. <laughs> well, what would you put, like, The Sixth Sense and those kind of films? That's a Supernatural. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, there is crossover mm -hmm. in all of these things. What, what about zombie movies? Fans of zombie movies? Uh... I no, put them in I more in the, into them. I put them more in the comedy side of things, the sort of um because I remember what was that Dawn of the Dead or those kind of shows. It's like almost if you funny do want how, a, a real funny one, Zombieland from 2009 with mm. Woody Harrelson, Jesse Eisenberg, and Emma Stone. Great. That's cool. Shaun of the Dead's cool. Really funny. Yep, Shaun, Shaun of the Dead, Dead great. Fun. Um if we're all squid gamed out, um Train to Busan, Korean, great zombie movie. Really? On a train. Oh man. Uh just awesome, and in fact, the lead actor is in Squid Game. Oh wow! All right, I got to look that up. Plays mm. the guy on the train station. The recruiter. Oh, it's going in Alex's notes. Yep, popping it down. 
Um, what about Get Out? Did you see Get Out? In 2017, I did get Jordan Peele. No, I haven't watched it yet, but the reviews seem to be incredible. One for of it. the highest rated, um, absolutely, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. It's just one of those movies that makes you feel uncomfortable the whole way through. You're like, mm. something's up. <laughs> something <laughs> is up. If you do want something more in the comedy sort of genre as well, um, but unexpected and takes you in an unexpected area, Cabin in the Woods from 2011 with uh, Hemsworth. A good old Oi. mate, Hemi, is in there, pre-most of Marvel. Interesting. Um, it starts off as your kind of teen slasher flick. They go to a cabin in the woods and turns into something very different. Um, so well worth a watch, written by Josh As it Lee. always would. Yeah. If anyone ever invited me to the cabin in the woods, I'd be like, nope. <laughs> I'm going to an apartment in the beach where there's lots <laughs> of light and people. Thank you very much. Um. <laughs> Number one movie on this list of top 200 horror flicks of all time, Hitchcock. Oh, which Psycho. one? Psycho. I mean, it's pretty Oh, uh, look. pretty massive. Get It was film it was good. people <laughs> need to get their own heads out of their own asses, honestly. <laughs> well, Psycho's I did I did fine. the only time I've seen that is at university in a film studies exactly. course. Exactly. Yeah. I bet you were studying film course. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, look, it's a good film and I'm sure it was an absolute masterpiece at the time. Mm. But I think we've gotten a little bit better than a bloody you know, mannequin with a fake wig on. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> grandma's in there, whatever. <laughs> if you want something that I think is is very restrained in its filmmaking, uh, go and watch A Quiet Place. John Krasinski, um, Emily Blunt, his wife, plays the lead. Um, yeah, really interesting Mon- monster movie, but the monsters can only are attracted by sound, so they've got to be oh, super quiet. Oh, that's cool. I saw that and she and um, she's pregnant throughout yeah, it. Yeah, so oh. it's really, it's really intense. Cry. Actually, yeah, it's oh. super intense. <laughs> we watched that from start to finish and I didn't plan on it. It just started and yeah. I just couldn't end it. It was actually quite captivating. I think there's a sequel coming out, hey. Yeah, it's I think it's set at a yeah. um, Matt O'Kine comedy show, isn't it? <laughs> 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 Absolute crickets. Um. <laughs> All right. All right. With that, thank you very much, Marshy. I think we've heard enough. Okay. I'm not letting you put any more on the uh, – throw any more little sitters up there for Alex Dyson to take, knock out of the park. Thank you very much. Happy Halloween, guys. It's always a pleasure to have you join us, Marshy. Thanks very much. And uh, we'll be you next time. Bzzz. <laughs> Wait, wait, everyone quiet. Okay. Well, we now come to the part of the show we like to call bereft overs. Um, does that make sense? That's right. Where we dive into the chest freezer at the back of your creepy neighbor's garage (laughs) and you move all of the what look like dog bones, but wait a second, I didn't know dogs had thumbs (laughs) to the side to get what's left. Okay, yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah, we'll get there. It's been a long show. I think uh, think people are um, (laughs) probably probably thinking that running time of this horror movie (laughs) 
is a little bit long. Uh, but anyway, we got some awesome messages from you over the last seven days or so. And so um, thank you very much for getting in touch. Here are a couple. Joni Lee got in touch regarding um, Woods's thought that the vampires should have been taller in Twilight, um, saying, now that you mention it, Matt sounds like he's about 180 centimetres and Alex sounds like he's 170 centimetres. Let me know oh. if I'm right. So rude. I can't believe how many people think I sound short. But One, I am 180 is not short, mate. Come on. Yeah, but it's not as tall as I am. I'm 191. Thank you very much. Jeez, that is tall. Yeah. Um, well, how tall are you? I'm 178, I think. There you go. Oh, that's why you said 180 is pretty tall. Yeah, Come exactly. On. <laughs> Come on, that's that's around average, okay? You're one of, the, you're one of these. Are you, are you six foot? No, no, I'm not. My dad is, and he'd always say to me, oh, you'll be taller than me. You grow up all these growth hormones in the chicken. You'll be taller than me. Never. Got to wait for him to shrink now. Um, Callum uh, got in touch around our convo about awkward travel stories. Um, and he said, I copped a jaywalking fine when I was in Luxembourg. I didn't even think jaywalking fines were a real thing, but before I knew it, I was ordered by the police to pay 49 euros on the spot. Youch. I consider myself a master jaywalker, to be honest. Mm. I mean, I don't condone it. I'm not telling, and I'm not suggesting you should, but I think if, if there was a jaywalking Olympics, <laughs> I genuinely think that I would win it. What's your technique? I mean, it's just, you know, figuring out light patterns, uh, mm. you know, timing, timing the car runs. I mean, don't even, don't even talk to me. Do not even get in my face until you've bloody tried to cross a five-way intersection in New Delhi. All right? <laughs> don't even enter the conversation. Oh, man. All right? Well, I've done the, um, the roundabout in Hoi An. It's pretty big in... Um Vietnam, the old Arc de Triomphe, pretty tough to get to the middle of if you're going through the streets <laughs> as well. Goodness gracious. Um, um, all right, David McMillan got in touch, said, ages ago you had a segment about what word have you pronounced wrong your whole life. Well, this has annoyed me forever because Matt can't say... Well, here we go. Matt can't <laughs> say ah. He says ah every time. Look. <laughs> that is true. You do. I'm aware that it's our. Oh, you are, yeah. But I... And I've really, really tried to correct myself a lot over the past year. And I thought that I was making ground. It turns out I have not. And I'm a little bit um, disappointed in myself. And do you know what? The first time it happened is when I moved down from... No one had ever, ever, ever questioned me in my whole life until I got down to Sydney doing an audition for something. And someone said, he said what are you saying? Ah. And I said, yeah, ah. And they're like, you mean our? And I was like, no. Ah, like ours. And then that was it. <laughs> Game over. I realised then and there it's a Queensland thing. Yeah. Well, Woods is from Queensland. She says parents as well instead of parents. Well, that's just weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, well, that's not the only thing parents. David said. It's like also listening to Wednesday's show and Matt said religical instead of religious, which slipped right by Alex and it was hilarious. He just invented a new word. This is what he was referring to. A lot of private schools dictated by religion. You know, so do, do you want to adhere to a certain religious standpoint just to go to a good school? That's up to you. <laughs> I did say religious. What the hell? Certain religious standpoint. <laughs> I've got a religious exemption, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, okay. Apologies to all the religious uh, followers Listeners. out there. <laughs> Let's get a, an audio message from listener Tim who uh, sent us one regarding where have you paid to sleep? Where have you paid to sleep? On <laughs> a fair few of the old footy trips there, you know, you've been on the tins for five days odd and having a ripper, then 
you know, it comes the last day, time to get on the tin pigeon and fly home. Uh, if you've got a few hours to kill before the flight, a few of the fellas don't mind heading down the massage parlour and, um, you know, let's get a nice relaxing massage before the flight. So anyway, head down, walk in, got the nice music playing in the background. Yeah, go the full body massage, the hour lengths, no dramas. And no word of a lie, within one to two minutes of those hands going to work on the back and shoulders, it is like a snoring symphony coming out of the stalls that the fellas are in. It is unreal. Oh, so relaxing. <laughs> Hello, Daniel from Inverell. How's it going? I'm well. How are you going? Good, thanks, Daniel. Now, look, this is in regards to the awkward travel stories. Yeah. So what happened to you? So a couple of years ago, I was in Germany um, on a music tour and... Um, I had been designated the van driver for our sort of our tour van because I had experience driving on the right-hand side of the road. <laughs> nice. And who were you touring with? Oh, just just a local band that we threw together and um, somehow got over to do some shows in Germany, which was pretty Let's cool. Awesome, bro. Plug it. Plug away. Let's go. Plug. Give a name. Plug. Oh, well, we didn't really have a name. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been a very interesting poster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, that, it's a long story, but so I we were having dinner in this lovely little city called Cottbus, and um, I we finished dinner and I swung around to get the van to pick everyone up, but like tour, getting musicians and people who are going with them to get do things at once is like bloody herding cats. Yeah, and so right. I was sitting at the front of this restaurant, had this nice little outdoor dining area, waiting for these bloody musicians to get their stuff together and get into the van. And um, I just left the van running, thinking they weren't going to be long. But it turned out to be like five minutes. And this gentleman, this German gentleman, came over and politely asked me if I could turn the engine off because it was noisy and there were like fumes and these people were trying to have a nice dinner, which is fair enough. And so I turned off the van and the outdoor diners um, have sort of given this sort of um, cheer of appreciation type thing. <laughs> and I felt like a right dick. And so... <laughs> I thought I'd be polite and give him like the okay sign, you know, the one where you put your thumb to your forefinger, yeah, and you sit three fingers up in the air, like a okay, no worries, yeah. But I got like this. The diners gave me this look of like bewilderment and sort of offence, and I thought, okay, that's a bit weird. What's going on here? So I got back to our hotel and um, I looked it up, and turns out this beautiful group of German diners who had asked me to stop being an absolute crumb, I've just called them a bunch of assholes. <laughs> oh, is that what it means? It's asshole in Germany, apparently, not A-OK. -okay. Oh, because so, you're making the, the circle shape of a sphincter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, it does too. I, I, I'm an absolute jerk. Oh, oh no, no, Daniel. I felt You've gone so bad. like, yeah, you assholes, take it, <laughs> yeah. and then probably turned the car on and blown a bit of smoke in their face and driven off. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, gosh. take this soot. Oh, that's no good. <laughs> and I think recently it's that symbol, I mean, this is just warning everyone as well, is being reappropriated by white supremacists as well. Yeah, yeah it's apparently white power now. Yeah. So, so now they're like, either way, this guy's a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you got done in both, both regards there. Goodness. Yeah. That's incredible, oh, Daniel. damn, Daniel. Well, uh, look, next time. Um, Just give him the middle <laughs> finger, which, uh, as in German, I can assure you, means number one. <laughs> Thanks, boys. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for joining us on another Matt and Ellie's All Day 
ghoul fest. Uh, maybe if we've created too much tenseness in your shoulders, <laughs> you could go to a massage parlour um, this afternoon and get yourself a... I'm trying to think of something that... Uh, look, anyway, some, something, something, something. <laughs> Ooh, Turns out a skeleton is giving good. you the massage. Uh, okay, right. <laughs> Skeleton bones on you. <laughs> All right. Well, as you can say, see, we are running out of steam. The uh, analogies are down to skin and bones, and so we're going to leave it right there. Uh, but thank you very much for joining us for Ghoulfest 2021, as we've been calling it. Enjoy the weekend. Don't get too scared, and we'll see you back nice and fresh with our normal, respectable, uh, non-monster selves. Bye-bye, or should I say, (laughs) die-die. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.